Welcome to the Bowen Christian Family Center podcast channel. You're about to hear a message recorded at one of our Sunday gatherings. We pray you are blessed and enjoy this inspiring message. Tonight, uh, the title of my message is Let Jesus In. Let Jesus In. And uh, we're talking about having a deeper relationship with Jesus. And um, it's been such a good, good series. And um, it's been so awesome hearing about everyone, everyone preaching about going deeper with Jesus. And tonight I'm sharing about letting Jesus in. Um, God is good. <laughs> well, man. So Pastor John has been preaching a lot lately about how, how miracles don't have anything to do with us, but everything to do with God. And how amazing is that? I've had like so much revelation from that where I've, I've often like thought, oh, oh, I can't pray for that person or, or I, I can't do this or I can't do that. And then it's just really shifted my mindset and been like, oh, you know what? I can't. That's right. But God can. And he wants to use me and he wants to use us. And, and, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us from who is within us. And that's Jesus. And, um, I think it's the same with our relationship with Jesus as well. That uh, we don't have a relationship with Jesus because of who we are or because of what we can do or because of what we have done. But we have a relationship with Jesus because of who he is and because of what he can do and because of what he has done. And uh, for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, Jesus, he died on the cross for our sins that we could have everlasting life because he loves us. And it's a good thing and a good feeling to be loved. And it's even better feeling to be loved by the guy who created everything. You know what I mean? Like it's cool to be loved by your friends and by your family, but when you you get that understanding that God, the guy who created everything, the guy who made that tree out there, he loves you and he made you specifically for a purpose. Now that, that is, un- that's, that's crazy. It makes me think sometimes, I'm like, why? And I don't know why. I just know he loves me. <laughs> it's, he, he just loves. <laughs> it's, baffles my mind. Thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> it's not what I can do, or it's not what I have done, but it's everything to do with him. And I, I believe the same is with our relationship with Jesus, because Jesus wants to be in relationship with us. Jesus doesn't want us. He didn't create us to be alone. He didn't create us to, to try and figure things out and, and, and always try and learn the hard way. But Jesus wants to have relationship with us. He wants to have an intimate relationship with us, not just a relationship that we see him once a week at church on Sunday, because that's not much of a relationship. I don't know about you, but a strong relationship is one that is in constant communication. And um, I'm getting married in three weeks, woo! which is exciting. Yeah, just a little plug, chucking that out there. So I'm super excited. But one thing I've learned in relationship is communication is one of the biggest things. Because if I'm not communicating with my partner properly, there's going to be a breakdown in communication and I'm going to misunderstand something or she's going to misunderstand something. And I started to think that's probably pretty similar to our relationship with Jesus. When we're sitting there going, God, what do you want me to do? And he's talking, but we're not listening and we're doing the wrong thing. And we're like, why is my life falling apart? 
Why do I keep facing these trials and troubles? Why can I not overcome these? And Jesus is like, I'm trying to communicate with you. I'm trying to talk with you. I'm trying to have an intimate relationship with you. But you're only talking to me once a week. And it's hard for me to help you when you only allow me to talk to you once a week. And that's why I think it's important that we need to let Jesus in. We need to, we need to stop um, blocking him out. Um, and we need to make sure that we let Jesus in, not just into our surface life, but into our deep down. You know them, you know them deep down regrets or them deep down secrets that, that you might have? You know them deep down places, them deep down hurts? Um, I believe that we need to learn to be vulnerable and let Jesus into them places. Because I believe that that's where the healing's at. When we actually allow Jesus to come deep down and be a part of our, our lives and a part of everything we are, when we let Jesus in, he will start to move. Um, a relationship with Jesus means letting him into our mess. And, and I don't know about you, but I've got mess in my life. And, and I'll stand up here and I'll say it. <laughs> I'm not going to try and pretend I'm perfect. I have mess in my life. And everyone does because the Bible tells me, even if you think you don't, (laughs) the Bible tells me that you fall short. And we all do. But that's the amazing thing about Jesus is he loves the mess. He wants to be all up in your mess. He wants to help you in the mess. Um, It was really cool. Um, I had like, um, so Pastor Nick from the um, Baptist Church, he preached at um, our Christmas carols, and it was a really cool message. He talked about um, that Jesus was born into the mess, so he's all about the mess. And I thought, man, that's so cool. He was. Jesus wasn't born in some flash hotel, in some flash hospital. He was born in the mess, and we're like, oh, nah, man, I'm too messed up. I'm too messed up for Jesus. Oh, I'm, I'm too messed up to, to go and talk to that person about God. I'm not right. I'm, I'm not good enough. And Jesus is like, no, no, no. I'm all about your mess. I want to use your mess. I want to heal your mess. I want to fix your mess. I want to be a part of your mess. Your mess is not your mess. It's our mess. When we let Jesus in, he's not afraid of your mess, no matter how big or how small it may be. It doesn't scare him. He's seen it all, like literally all your mess. (laughs) He knows what we go through. He knows our hurts. He knows our pains. He knows our struggles. But he also knows that we need him. And he knows that the only way we can get him is to let him in. Let him in our mess. See, Jesus sat with those who were unworthy. Jesus sat with those who were sinners. He spent his time with those who, who were unworthy and, and needed. He, he talks about that, that the healthy don't go to the doctor. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the sick go to the doctor. And to be honest, the whole world is sick, whether people want to recognize it or not. So the whole world needs Jesus. And, and Jesus was the guy that would go out there and he would be with them people. He would share his love in their life. He would sit with the people that no one would. He would share love in the lives of those who no one thought would. I love one, one, a cool story in the Bible um, is the story of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, I don't know how people say it differently. I hear it differently every time. Zacchaeus, 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 Zacchaeus. Are they not the most annoying things in the world? <laughs> Little fuzzy things. Zacchaeus. But the story of Zacchaeus, I'm just going to read it out um, because I think it's cool. 
in Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 10, it says this, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. Now, the reason why he was wealthy, because back in, pardon me, back in these days, tax collectors were the guys that would go and get the tax money um, for, the Roman, for the Romans. But they would also bump it up a little bit so they could get a bit of coin for their own pocket. So they'd be like, hey, if, 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 the, if Rome wanted like, I don't know, 20 bucks, the tax collector would be like, oh, you owe Rome 30 bucks. And they'd be like, oh, okay. So they'd give him 30 bucks, but then he'd, he'd keep 10 for himself. So that's the way tax collectors would work. And that's why no one liked them because they would take all their money and then take even more money than the, what they're actually supposed to take. So anyway, he was a tax collector and he was a chief tax collector, which meant he was high up and he was wealthy, which meant he, he probably did wrong to a lot of people to get to where he was. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and, um, and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. I must stay at your house today. Now, that's interesting. Because Zacchaeus could have been like, no, you're not coming over. I don't want you to see my house. I don't want you to see my mess. You're not coming over. And his life wouldn't have changed. But see, Zacchaeus said, and it goes on to tell the story a bit more. It says, so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. See, Jesus gives us all an opportunity. He calls us all by name and says, hey, 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 I'm coming to your house today. I'm coming to your house today. I want to see your mess. I want to be in your mess. I want to help you in your mess today. And Zacchaeus, the reason why, I'm going to continue. I'll I'll read the rest of the story because it's really cool. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he is going to be the guest of a sinner? They looked at him and they're like, what is this guy doing? Like, what? Man, he should be like, he's talking about that he's like all holy and all this, but he's going to hang out with these sinners. He's surrounding himself with bad company. He's doing all this. But Jesus is like, nah, I'm going to be the light in their mess. I'm going to fix their mess. I'm going to help them in their mess. I'm not going to go and join their mess or be a part of their mess. I'm going to fix the mess. <sighs> But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possession to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. How incredible that in a moment, Zacchaeus let Jesus in. Zacchaeus let Jesus into his life, into his heart, and instantly Zacchaeus had a change. He no longer went from chief tax collector, he went from to chief giver. He was like, you know what, I'm going to give half of my possession to the poor, straight up. 
He had a change of heart because when we allow Jesus in, he starts to change us from the inside. He starts to stir something up with us up within us. Too often we're like, oh, I can't do that or I can't let Jesus in because it's too messy. I need to clean up my life first. I need to clean myself up before I let Jesus in. I need to clean up my life before I read the Bible. I can't pray to Jesus right now. Look at what I just did. That is the biggest lie from the devil. The devil will try and stop you from getting close to God when you mess up. He, he does it all the time, and I, he does it in my life all the time. I, I mess up. I might say something I shouldn't. I might do something I shouldn't. And my first instance is I feel bad. I feel guilt. I feel shame. And then I'd have a thought I should read my Bible. And then another thought comes and goes, you can't read your Bible. You just did that. But reading your Bible is the best thing because in reading your Bible and praying and talking to Jesus, spending time in worship, that's where God will start to show you grace. That's where you'll start to be free and God will take away that mess. Jesus wants to be let in. He wants to come and be a part of your life, even though you don't deserve it. Zacchaeus, a tax collector, stealing off people, taking people's money when he shouldn't have. Did he deserve love? Did he deserve freedom? No. But you know what? Our God is a God of grace. Our God is a God that loves us, that cares about us. And regardless of what we have done, said, or what we're going to do, he will continue to love us. He will continue to call out you by name. How cool is that? He didn't even know Zacchaeus, but he still knew his name. He's just walking down the street and sees, looks, man, imagine that. You're just walking down the street, see a guy in a tree, and like, oh, that's weird. But no, Jesus is like, hey, Zacchaeus, I know you. I know who you are. I know what you do. And I still love you. I still want to be a part of your mess. I still want to come to your house. I was thinking about this. And uh, when I was growing up, my mom would be like, clean your room. Right? Because you know how your room gets messy? Being a teenage boy, you're like, yep, messy room. I'm like, yeah, okay, mom, no worries. I'll clean my room. I would kick stuff under my bed. I would just chuck stuff in my cupboard. I would just, you know what I mean? You'd you'd have that surface clean. So you could open the door and you're like, oh, that looks nice. But realistically, I got shirts and stuff under my bed covers and and, and I got all this stuff. Don't worry, Lani, I won't do that. Um, But we, we start to do, and we do like a surface clean. So we're like, you know what, I'm, I'm looking good on the surface. So when people see the room, they walk in and they're like, oh, that's a nice room. Oh, that's really good. Ah, oh, so lovely. And then they go to open the cupboard and you're like, no, 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 no. What? No, don't, don't, don't open the cupboard. You're like, they're like, why? You're like, oh, no reason. Just don't open it. <laughs> you open the cupboard and all this trash just falls out and starts to flood the room. Jesus doesn't want us to clean up our lives like that. Jesus doesn't want us to have a surface clean. Jesus doesn't want us to be like them whitewashed tombs that look good on the outside, but is all rotten, decaying, and dead on the inside. That's why it's important that we let Jesus in. We don't just let Jesus touch our outside. We let Jesus come into our lives and into our hearts, that we start to change on the inside. Because he doesn't want us to have a surface clean. 
He wants to get down deep in the roots of our heart and in the roots of our problems. And he wants to start to change it from there. He wants to start to set us free from there. Because sometimes we wonder, why does this thing keep happening? Why do I keep going through the same thing over and over and over? And it's because we're not letting Jesus in to the root of our problems. We're not letting Jesus into the root of our heart. We just keep doing a, 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 a surface clean. And it's good for a couple of weeks. We're like, nah, I'm going good. It's all good. I spent that one day with Jesus and it set me through for the week. I'm, I'm having a good week. And then we get to the end of the week and we haven't been spending time with Jesus. We haven't been deepening our relationship with him. And all that stuff is starting to overflow out of the cupboards. And it all of a sudden becomes too much. But Jesus is like, nah, I want to be a part of this all the time. I want to help you clean up your room. I want to be in there. I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to clean up the cupboards. I want to clean them out. I don't, I don't want to just clean it up. I want to clean them out. You don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need that. Oh, that thing that they said, you don't need that. That, that hurt that they spoke about you, you don't need that. That, that lie that the devil told, you don't need that. That, 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 that thing that said you're not good enough, you don't need that. And Jesus starts to remove all the excess baggage in your room that is packing and overflowing and making this mess. And you start to realize who you are. Man, Jesus is good. And he wants us to let him in. Let's not be surface Christians that just look good on the outside. Let's not just be them people that, that as we walk through town, we're like, I'm, I'm fine, I'm perfect. Let's be real. Let's be vulnerable. Let's allow Jesus to come into our hearts and into our lives and change us from the inside out. Change is the fruit from our relationship with Jesus. And the deeper the relationship with Jesus, the greater the change. The deeper we go with Jesus, the greater the change. Because the deeper we let Jesus into our hearts and into our lives, the more he can work with. Jesus is a gentleman. In Revelation 3.20, it says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Jesus isn't going to just burst into your life, into your heart, without us opening up our doors and letting him in. Just like Zacchaeus gladly accepted Jesus' invitation. We need to gladly and openly accept Jesus' invitation to come into our hearts, into our lives, to start to change us and change us from within. Jesus is here. If I get the band up, please. I know that was quick, but God is good. (laughs) Jesus is here. And I'm believing that God wants to do something tonight. That God wants to do something in people's lives tonight. That that even though you've been coming to church for like 30 years or, or you've been coming to church for one year, you've been coming to church for two days, I don't know. 
But what I do know is that as we go deeper with Jesus, he will start to reveal things that we never thought we even had. He's going to pull something out of that cupboard that we haven't seen for a long time. And he's going to go, you don't need this. And you go like, I didn't even know I had it. But it's secretly deep down been hurting you. And secretly it's been deep down. It's been the reason why you haven't put your hand up to run that life group. It might be, you, you might have been embarrassed one time. And you kind of push that, that deep down. And Jesus is like, I want all of you. I want to be all up in that. I want to be a part of your mess. I want to fix it. I want to heal it. I want to take it. I want to throw it away. Because Jesus loves us that much that he would die on the cross that he would shed his blood to cover our wrongdoings, that as God looks at us, he sees us as righteous. Isn't that amazing? For God so loved the world. The power of love is incredible. That someone would do that for us. (laughs) That someone would do that for our neighbors. That someone would do that for that lady that you think is a bit weird. For someone that would do that to that guy that always annoys you when you're trying to get your shopping done. You know what I mean? You just, I just want to be in and out. I've got places to be. And then and people always pull you up and you're like, oh, help me, Jesus. And he's like, I am trying to tell you to talk to him about me. I'm giving you opportunity after opportunity and you just keep turning him down. Yeah. Jesus wants to use us. I hope you know that. And I pray that you understand that. That each and every one of us in this room, he wants to use us. He has called us. And he's commissioned us to go out. And it starts with our relationship with him. And as we allow him in, as we let Jesus in, because you might be like, I can't do it, I'm too messy. That may be the case. You might be too messy. So do something about your mess and let Jesus be in it. Because when Jesus comes upon you and, and, and you allow him in your life, you'll be amazed by the things that he uses you to do. You'll be amazed of how people will just all of a sudden start to be drawn to you because you have so much more to give. Thank you for tuning in to Bowen Christian Family Centre's podcast channel. For any more information on our church, the preaching, or Jesus and Christianity, feel free to check out our church website, www.withsundayacc.com.au.